This is Brandon Clay. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brandon Clay Daily Show. A lot to talk about. We'll jump right into it. Our training segment today is going to focus on the Select 24 workout, July the 9th, coming up here in Chicago at McCormick Place. I actually got the idea. We've been dealing with the Select 24 program since during the pandemic. And it's just taking some of the nation's top kids from around the country, putting them in an environment where they can grow their games. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily based on recruiting and exposure. A great example of this is Lene Beaumont, 2023, top 100 in the class. Beaumont out of Illinois really has shown improved. Is already committed to Indiana, just had an invite to USA Basketball. But we've been in the gym with Beaumont for years. Uh, big assist there to Ryan Hahn, also to the folks at M14. Uh, some great people involved in Beaumont's Village. We're glad to be a small part. But that's a kid who's going to come train with us and get shots up before she plays in arguably the biggest tournament of the summer on the 10th through the 12th there at Tournament of Champions. So really excited about getting back on the floor with her. Haven't seen her in a while. Be good to get some reps in. Same premise here. Aaliyah Crump, 2025, out of Minnesota, got to work with her in Iowa last year. And one of the things that I like so much about her game is her length. I think the upside there is still tremendous. So a lot like Beaumont was a couple of years ago, you can see where Crump is headed, the ability to get on the floor, work on her jumper, give her a couple of tools, and then be able to go back and document it all on prospectsnation.com with the typed eval. And then also here on the podcast, I think those experiences are invaluable. And one of the first kids to actually buy into this from a national standpoint, K.K. Arnold there out of Wisconsin, actually came and played on what was kind of a pilot team. We called it Brandon Clay Select. Again, during the pandemic, we had a stop there in the Indianapolis area, and Arnold was kind enough to come and join our squad that weekend, 2023 grad, another kid that just had a USA invite and actually is already committed to go to UConn. So again, we're dealing with kids by and large, who have already either made college choices or their recruitment is rolling. Okay, so why am I a part of this? Well, this is one of the few places you can go in the country where you're going to get constructive feedback on your game, things you're doing well, areas you've advanced in. I just saw Arnold and her family actually on her birthday at the overtime event here at the OTE facility in Atlanta and just being able to continue to grow and watch her game progress and then give her tips and notes and things that she can do as she keeps getting better. Looking forward to July 9th, Loaded Field. We'll have more on that coming soon. Chris Hansen to be on the floor with me. Make sure y'all check that out. Second segment, Brandon Clay Scouting. We're going to break down Michaela Miller, class of 2023, big wing, actually flew in from Kansas. Listen to me, y'all. You talk about dedication. Six hours one way just to get to the airport in Kansas City to get here to Atlanta. Took two flights. Hey, I was blown away as we talked on Friday night once she got into town and she was just kind of telling me what she had gone through logistically to get here. It's hard to find kids that will do that. Big shout out to, to Game Ball Basketball and, and Joel Hannigan, too, for making sure she got here. Also, Maya Gallagos from Kansas, same area there as Miller in the state, made the trip, too. Really like Miller's size, length. I don't think that there are 10 kids in the country that possess the physical traits that she has. And I think when you look at the boys' side, and I actually said this to a club coach the other day, she's a kid that you bring in and you talk about adding value over the course of time to her game. She's going to be able to help you right away, right, physically. But I think in terms of maturing, 
the level of play that she's going to see every single day is going to be vastly different, vastly faster, vastly stronger uh, than even high school kids who get to play in major metropolitan areas, right? It's just at some point, either you have the run where you live or you don't in terms of being able to get that type of bump across from you. Wherever Miller goes, she's going to be able to be a kid, I think, that really improves the first six to 12 months just by playing against other elite competition and practicing with elite competition on a daily basis. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about the NFL draft, and she's a kid that has a lot of upside and value uh, as you get into year two and year three of her college career, in large part as the game slows down for her. Can't wait to see what she does. She was absolutely fantastic last weekend here in Atlanta, and a lot, I think, to look forward to in Miller's game. Third segment, Brandon Clay recruiting. Monica Williams out of Indiana. We'll go back to the Indianapolis area that I just mentioned a minute ago. 2023 guard and really liked Williams a couple of years ago, part of our recruiting program. And she's one of those kids, she just always found a way to make a play. It really jumped out at me during our fall training session, our Elite 100 showcase there in Indy. We'll be back again this year at the factory where Williams left her mark last year. And now the offense are starting to roll in. Austin P, Ohio, SEMO, LaSalle, and for good reason. You know, there aren't a lot of kids that can handle the ball as a secondary ball handler, but also give you quality production putting the ball in the bucket. I think that Williams can do both. We'll get a chance to see her on July 9th with her Jim Rats roster. And then again, July 21st, all the way through the 25th on the backside of the summer at the Summer Invite Midwest, followed by the Elite 32 in Atlanta. So really looking forward to seeing how she lines up against some of the best competition in the country. In our team spotlight section today, we're going to talk about Exodus NYC. Uh, Thomas Davis has done a fantastic job. They're sponsored on the Nike EYBL circuit and has one of the best rosters and honestly one of the best programs in the country from Mary Ashley Groot and the 23 class that he's got all the way down to Ryan Carter, who is still a middle schooler. Uh, there's no shortage of talent in the program. You look at the litany of all Americans that they've had in the past decade, most notably Caroline Ducharme, who played really good minutes for UConn this year, but Dominique Darius, Destiny Adams, and you could name darn near a dozen, all the way back to the days of Bria Hartley and Bianca Cuevas when Cuevas was little and, and just the job that Davis has done, uh, you know, taking over the reins after his, his cousin Apache Pascal died has been phenomenal. A lot of respect there for the program. We'll get to see them on July the 9th at the Real Deal in Chicago. And then we also will see them for the duration of the summer 21st through 25th at our Summer Invite South and Brandon Clay Elite 32, both of which will be held at Lake Point Complex. If you haven't locked in, lock in. There are going to be some great matchups at both of those events, and Exodus will be a large part of that. Last but not least, we're going to talk about our pro corner today. Game 7 starts here in a couple of hours. Excuse me, Game 6 in the NBA Finals, and you've got to mention Andrew Wiggins. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, any way you want it done offensively, Getting to the rim, short turns and fades. Uh, he's been great on the defensive end. He's rebounded it well. And honestly, he represents the new age of basketball where you can go a little bit smaller across the board, switch all screens. You look at the lineup that they like to play with him, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, 
and even inserting Jordan Poole, which moves Wiggins to the four. Draymond is in, but offensively, Draymond likes to be the facilitator in the action for them, which still has Wiggins at the four, right, as the fourth ball handler or playmaker in that regard. And he's been great. And so when I talk to people about where the game is headed and where the game is going, this is a prime example of, and Andre Iguodala did this for them the first go around, right? Uh, you know, 2015 to 17, where they're able to use four real ball handlers and make plays out of that. If Kayvon Looney's on the floor, obviously he gives them a different real post look at the five. But you also could put Wiggins next to Green or even Iggy's when he's healthy and still play Thompson, Poole, and Curry. And there's so much versatility defensively that you have a hard time throwing it into somebody and just letting them work. Especially in the new age, you just don't get post play like that. So big shout out to Andrew Wiggins. We'll see if the Warriors can close it out tonight. And to everybody out there, post play is no longer post play. Great players can play in the post. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Andrew Wiggins. You could score it around the bucket. You could finish it around the bucket. You rebound it, and you can handle it in transition. Until next time, this is Brandon Clay. You need Jim home.